Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. So it's Mikey from the County Road Bobblers. I've got a very special guest tonight. Um, it's Liam from uh, the Lower Gladys Street. He's a season ticket holder. Never been on the show before. So, Liam, uh, thanks very much for coming on, mate. Thank you for having me on. Not a problem at all. So um, we've, we've obviously both watched the game tonight, mate. Um, first thing I want to uh, have a chat about is, is what your thoughts were on it. Um, I mean, the overriding feeling, I, th I think, is embarrassment, isn't it? Yeah, I would um, agree with you there, mate, yeah. I, I just think we were ill-equipped to compete in every sense. Tactically, it was wrong. Um, you know, in terms of fight to win the 50-50s, it wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, in terms of, you know, the, the talent on the field, we were, we were miles off. It, it, it was just yeah. well off in every single department. I think in terms of when you say talent on the field as well, mate, um, I think uh, when I looked at those teams at an hour before kickoff, I thought, fucking hell, Klopp's, uh, Klopp's he's, he's been a bit dangerous here. He's playing a weekend side. And if I was Marco Silva, I would have used that to our advantage, mate. I would have said to our players that this, this is a team we can really go at. And I don't think we did that, did we, mate? No, yeah, the, 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 my first thought as well was, well, that's his team talk done. Yeah, but, um, exactly. Yeah, but but it, any player will look terrible if they're in the wrong team, and any player will look much better than they are if they're in the right team. Right. And I think we saw that today. I mean, you look at the difference in performance between Calvert Lewin and Origi, and you can argue who's the better player or whatever. But at the end of the day, one's getting the best out of them. And the other one, he just looks lost. Yeah, and I've done um, I've done a video tonight for um, the channel on Sky Liverpool TV, and uh, I've done a, a, a post match interview. And I've said um, first and foremost, you've got to take your hat off really to Jurgen Klopp because Origi and Shakiri don't start much, do they, for them? But he's he's really instilled that winning belief into all those players, hasn't he? Yeah, and we we I mean. I was going to say we lack it, but almost the opposite. I mean, not specifically tonight, but throughout this season, last season, not yeah. only do we not believe we can win any game, we believe that we're going to lose any game. If we're, you can feel it in the ground. If we're 1-0 up, 2-1 up, five, 10 minutes to go, you feel everyone getting nervous. Do you know what I mean? You feel... Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. No. That, that must go onto the pitch, whereas with them lot... And yes, it comes through as delusional sometimes, and, we, and you know we rip into them. But it's the opposite. They they don't. It doesn't cross their mind that they'll lose any game. It's every game. It's like they they're going out and they they're going to win. And and it's not just it's not just them. It's not just every game. I believe it's it's every game, no matter who they put on the pitch. Out yeah, all of their all of their squads. And I think that really that really shone through tonight. Um, you know, it was it was a real it was a real positive for me when I saw those teams, and I, I never went into this game thinking we were going to win until I saw that team. And I've got a lot of mates that were red, uh, Reds, and I thought, can I, you know, we can have a go here, Liam. I, I think we can beat these. And we were two 0 down after nineteen minutes, weren't we? And that just it was like it was like being shot through the heart, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, I, I think. Um, you said about having a go at them. When we did have a go at them, we looked equal to them. Um, but the two main issues were 
that one, it, it always looked like we were having a go rather than we really believed we, we could hurt them going forward. Yeah. And two, at the back, we were so easily done that it oh. didn't matter if we had the ball for 15 minutes creating chances. That never happened. Jesus but we, Christ, the defence was terrible, wasn't it? It's like um, it's like watching under nines play football. They went well, through us like a hot knife through butter, didn't they? Well, you know what it was exactly like? It was like um, the Martinez one when we lost 4-0. Um, yeah. Well, they were 3-0 uh, up at half-time. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah. that's the right one. But but they both made the same mistake. They We're playing Liverpool, who, you know, we all know that what they do. They have a very pacey front three. I yeah. think I saw that they play the second most long balls in the league. And that's not target, man. That's straight over the full-backs getting in behind. We know that. Yeah. Yeah. So, why are we playing a back three? With Mina and Keenan, who are two of the slowest centre backs probably in the league. Yeah, I don't think that. Uh, to be honest, Liam, I don't think either of them are good enough now. Um, we missed the trick with signing. Um, it, it didn't need to be Zuma, but it needed to be someone in the ilk of Zuma, didn't it? And uh, we really, we really missed the boat with because um, Michael Keane last year looked great next to Kurt Zuma, didn't he? And, yeah. Uh, Yeri Mina looked good next to Kurt Zuma, but when the the, the two uh, Mina and Keane played together. It was always a little bit sort of, uh, sort of edgy, and um, I think that that was a big, big miss from not just not just Everton, but I think maybe you can look at Marcel Brands for that one, can you? Um, maybe. Although I think Marcel Brands is maybe thinking more long term. Do you know what I mean? Rather than going and getting any centre back to wait for the right one. But, but he, um, did, he did have a. He, we did have a last last minute bid, didn't we, for Rojo from United turned down. Um, yeah, and I think that might have reeked a little bit of desperation. But I think what we what we do there is we we digress from the the bigger picture. I think um, when I look at when I look at the season so far, you have um, Andre Gomez, who's arguably our best player, uh, Gabamin, who for me. When I saw him play, did did okay. They're going to be your starting two midfielders, aren't they, Lim? I think in any game yeah, on paper, yeah, that yeah. And then today you started with a midfield two of uh, not Schlaglin, so uh, Sigurdsson and uh, Davies. It's not the same, is it? It's it's gonna it's gonna tear a hole in in most sides. Sigurdsson is. I mean, I feel like everyone's got an opinion on him at the moment. He's. He's a good player technically, but his his legs, if he ever had any, are completely yeah. gone. And so to play him in a midfield too, and I'm aware that we don't, you know, we have those injuries um, dealt out as well, of course. But yeah. to play Sigurdsson in in a midfield too, I, I almost feel sorry for him because I feel like he's been exposed there because we, we know that he can't cover that ground. Where, um, where Sigurdsson's best position then is it still the number ten? Do you think? I honestly, I don't know if he has a position in a in a top flight team. Um, certainly not one that already is lacking pace throughout the team. Anyway, yeah, I would completely agree with you there. I think um, um, I think Iwobi was bought in as a ten for me. Yeah, um, which probably would have replaced Sigurdsson. And don't let's not forget. Sigurdsson had a good year last year. He was our joint top scorer, wasn't he? Um, but I well, think we've shoe, shoehorned him into the side too many times. Um, but if you're Marco Silva tonight, Liam, and you look at the options that you've got, um, do you play Sigurdsson or do you play Schneidlin? 
neither of them are ideal. I mean, but we'd be criticising whichever one he did play. I feel. I think you're. I think I think you're right there, mate. And I think um, you as a as a as a blue blooded Evertonian, you probably didn't go into the game thinking we were going to get much out of it, did you? No, not no. at all. So the, I think it's fair to say, Liam, that the result was what we expected. The scoreline and the performance was worse than we expected. Um. Yeah, it it was worse than yeah, worse than what I'd hoped for, but. I feel like the the writing was on the wall at Leicester when yeah. he played the same team because at Leicester we we weren't good there either and um, I think we, we, I think we did all right for the first sort of sixty seventy minutes didn't we and then when Vardy scored he didn't make any changes and I think we we were uh, we were exposed for our uh, uh, you know sort of our weaknesses there which and was a lack of midfield. Yeah, and it's a lack of pace in the team as well in the midfield. Yeah. Um, against Leicester, I saw uh, Tillemans run through us a few times completely unopposed because no one could catch him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's, it, I, I do feel sorry for Silver, Liam, because he's had really bad luck. I think if you play Gabamin and Gomez in that game, I think the game changes different uh, for the better for Everton. Um, 100%. But, yeah. So you know they're your two star, and even even Fabian Delph plays in that game, and it's a different game, I think. Um, but it is what it is. We lost five two. Um, I mean, I'm I'm fucking fuming, mate. I don't know about you. Yeah, I, well, I feel like this. I I actually said to to a friend before my my first feeling was anger, but I feel like at this point. It feels like a watershed moment. Do you know what I mean? I the it can't go on the same Either the last nail in the coffin and he goes, or if he stays, he can't he can't be putting the same faith in the same players who have let him down time and time again. Not to that extent. I feel like either it's a change of formation or some players are brought into the fold like uh, Keane and maybe even Gordon are given more time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or, or just a just a new style of play completely because today I really exposed every single shortcoming that we, we have at the moment. And and let's let's not sugarcoat it, Liam. That was effectively half of Liverpool's B team we played against tonight, wasn't it? It wasn't. Yeah, I, I mean we got they have the front three of Shakiri, Origi, and Mane. Yeah. Now obviously you you know Mane is very very good, but the other two. We'll play similar level forwards week in, week out. Yeah, I, mean, I, th- I think if you put the only one of those three that would, if you put in Everton squad, would improve our front three would probably be Mane. Yeah, and, I'd agree um, with that. But, and I'm not taking anything away from Origi. Like, his goals were great tonight. Like, um, he played the game of his life, but they always seem to get, step their fucking game up against us, don't they? So, um it's, it's, it's very frustrating. Um, but what I want to talk to you about, I know you've said your the words that I took from the last conversation we had there, Liam, was if he doesn't go. Now, for me, mate, that is all she wrote. He's, he will not be in charge of Everton Football Club come half past 11 tomorrow night, which is 24 hours from now. Do you agree or disagree with that? Well, 
I'd like to agree. Um, for me, for me, the moment because I defended him for a long time, you know, as have I, as have I, mate. Yeah, I thought he was unlucky with the with the Brighton game, with the Spurs game, yeah, um, yep. and other points in the season. But the watershed moment for me was, although we won, was the Southampton game because yep. he played a spine from the midfield and up top of Toten, um, Sigurdsson, Schneidlin, and that said to me that he hasn't learned that we need pace. And so, yeah. even though it works at Southampton and that was because they are they're in... They're poor, aren't they? They're yeah. poor. Well, you say they're poor, but they've won, what was it, 2-1 tonight. So they are turning it around somewhat. Yeah, but, but um, to, the only thing I will say about that, Liam, is you have to look at who they beat tonight. They beat Norwich at home. And the only the only away win that Norwich have had all season is against, guess who? It's against us, isn't it? Um <laughs> So, yes, okay. Southampton are a team that you would expect us to be beating. Um, yeah. But I agree with your comments on the spine of the team that you played there. Absolutely. Um, but he, he's almost left with, with little choice, isn't he? Um, well, no, not really. Because Awobi's been in and out of the team, which I find confusing. Because although Awobi, um, it can be frustrating. Um his finishing certainly isn't brilliant and he can be guilty of making what looks like a very easy touch look difficult. Mm-hmm. He's also the player we have who gives um, movement and dynamism, is that the word, um, in the middle of the park. Yeah, yeah. And the player that will find that pass through, he's the player that will create the chances out of nothing. And even tonight, I didn't think he had a good game at all. Uh, Alex, but, I thought Alex Awobi was one of the worst players on the pitch tonight. Every time he got the ball, he gave it away, I thought. but I agree, but he still created our best two chances. Yeah, I completely understand where you're coming from. He's uh, he's one of those players that can have a bad 85 minutes and still create two chances, can't he? Exactly. Yeah, and um, he's the sort of... And um, also, another one of those players is Bernard, isn't it? Uh, I mean, he was relatively ineffective tonight, but... I thought at the start of the season before he got injured, he was he was one of our best players. Yeah, I think he's taken a step up from last season. I agree. I agree. Uh, he scored a couple of goals as well already, hasn't he? Now, um, now he's back fit. That's only a positive. Um, I think um, Gabamin as well could potentially be back January, February. Um, Gomez, he's, he, he's finished his leave for the season. Um, yeah, unfortunately. He's not coming back. And I think, I personally think Andre Gomez is our best footballer. Like, do you see what I'm saying by that? He's technically our best player. Yeah, I think I'd probably agree. Uh, he's, def- he's definitely the best at receiving the ball under pressure, which is invaluable. Yeah, um, he, makes, he makes difficult situations look easy. Um, yeah. He, 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 when he has a bad game, we don't play well. But when he's he's on form, we tend to we tend to be sort of like firing on all cylinders. And uh, the a classic example of that was um, the West Ham game at home. He was sublime, and we were fantastic. Yeah, um, I agree. So that, that, that's a big loss. So anyway, Leah, we've we've touched on we've touched on a lot of things, which is great. But um, I think now for me, mate, Marco Silva's off. Yeah, um, and I think that we can expect an announcement within the next twenty-four hours. And I don't advocate, and, and none of me and the uh, and, and our fan group advocate uh, an Everton manager getting sacked. But I think it's I think it's time for a change. So, um, 
you've probably you've probably seen the sky bet markets or the other betting markets who if you were marcel brands or farah bashiri or bill kenwright who are you going to bring in as the manager liam well, I can tell you who I'm not going to bring in. Is that David Moyes? David Moyes or, <laughs> or or any of the old style managers. Do you know what I mean? The um, I, did, did I see Mark Hughes up in the running at one point? Uh, yeah, I mean, I um, think I think that's uh, I think hopefully that's been nipped in the bud, mate. But I mean, that would be a real, real, real dig in the ribs to me if Mark Hughes came as Everton manager. Um, <laughs> Have you seen the latest odds? The, 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 the um, I can't think of his name now, but it's the... Um, Lardo. The, yeah, the, the River Plate manager. Yeah, I've probably pronounced that completely wrong because I've only ever seen it written down. I but think, I think you're right. I think you're right there. There or thereabouts, mate. Um, what I'm going to do now, I'm going to have a quick look on my... Uh, I'll have a quick look on my phone. And uh, next, permanent Everton manager. So, right. So, David Moyes and is now favourite again. And then Mar- Marcelo Gallardo and then Eddie Howe. They're the top three. Fourth is Benitez. I mean, who would you take out of those four? Gallardo. Yeah? Even and though he's a complete... I don't know about him, but the other three, yeah. there are serious drawbacks to me. Now, don't get me wrong, Benitez will come in and he'd make us solid and in the short term will definitely improve. Yeah. Um, but... We feel like a club that's itching to... I mean, we have the, the capabilities. We have the, the fan base, the new stadium, you know, in a few years. We have the, the money, the backing from Mashiri. We have the infrastructure to be challenging, you know, for those European places and ultimately titles. Yeah. Um, I know that's ridiculous given the current state, but that should be the long-term goal. And yeah. Yeah. I don't see Benitez taking us any real distance towards that. Um, but, and then, but then you said that Marcelo Gallardo, you, you said you take him, but you don't know much about him. And what I do know about him is that he manages River Plate, who are the most successful Argentinian team, and he's the most successful manager in their history. Um, yeah. that's, a, that's a winner, isn't it? Is that not what we want? But then you say that Marco Silva won trophies in in Greece. Correct. He did. I think, did he win something in Portugal as well? Did he win the cup in Portugal with Sporting? But it was um Esther Esteril. It was wasn't oh, it? Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah, Esteril. That's right. He he was he was the manager of Sporting Lisbon as well. But the only one out of them, Liam, that's won proper trophies is Benitez. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What about Benitez? Two years. See where we go from there. So I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be, I'd, I'd be okay with Benitez. Um, I'd be much more dead set against the others. Um, I feel like Benitez will come in and, as I say, it would be uninspiring for me. Yep. But we'd is that, have. Is that because of his Liverpool connections or is that because his last club in the Premier League was Newcastle? Um, yeah, I've, possibly it is because of Newcastle. I'm I'm not so bothered about his Liverpool connections. Um, no, me neither. I mean, it was a good few years ago now, wasn't it? So yeah, he left them. Was it nearly ten years ago now? I think was it. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. So yeah. If, if if I mean, regardless of who it is, we need someone to come in that's going to 
pull us out of the the shit situation we find ourselves in because we've got Chelsea at home, haven't we, on Saturday? Yeah, well, we've got a, we've got a tough run of games all through December. Um, yeah, uh, which I I think is you, you, I, I have a I have a friend who you know doesn't support Everton, and he said maybe you're not sacking him because you don't want to give the new manager you know an already depressing start. You're waiting for a good run of games, but I feel like it's the opposite. I feel like it's a sort of a a free hit because we don't expect many points through December in the current state. Yeah. If we get a new manager in, he can have these games and if he does pull a win out of the bag against Chelsea or or who else do we play? Arsenal, do we play Man United, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Then that would be seen as a huge positive and really encouraging. Yeah, I um, agree. Yeah. So it could be the right time to bring someone in. Well, the, the new managers tend to have a bit of a sort of a, the Midas touch, don't they, with football clubs? And they uh, they tend to sort of, nine times out of ten, tend to get results as soon as they go in. Um, now, what I'd like to see, and you can agree or disagree with this, Liam, don't um, don't just agree with me because you're on, uh, on the show. Um, I think that, um, for me, I would expect a managerial sacking within 24 hours. And I'd like to see a, an announcement within before Friday. Now, I think we'll get a manager in before Friday and he'll be set in place to take trading on Monday. But I think maybe just stick Hunsworth or Ferguson or one of the coaches in charge for Saturday. But I want our manager, our new manager to be in charge Monday leading up to the Man United game on the 15th. Yeah, it's a tough one because I don't like, you know, uh, dilly-dallying about. And this might be another reason why we still have silver because maybe they don't want to sack him before having a, having a replacement. But... um. I I wouldn't I would rather wait and have silver or have a caretaker for a couple of weeks for the right manager than yeah. rush and get David Moyes but have him in for Man United. No, I agree. I don't I don't think David Moyes is the answer and I think David Moyes is the the default setting that we'll go to when we're in a crisis. And I don't think that's the right direction for the club to take. Because you, what you have to think as well, Liam, is coming up in four weeks is the January transfer window. Now, um, you want a, a manager. If you get a manager, you want a manager that's going to be long-term. Because I think we need to sign players in January. And I think that you want the manager that's going to be in charge next season to sign those players. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, Um this is where brands becomes relevant because yeah. the, the sort of continuity between managers should be his job. It should be his job to find the next manager because it should be his responsibility to identify the man who's going to improve our results, improve our, you know, the way we're setting up, but also have that little bit of continuity in terms of the principles of the play and, and those kinds of things. Um, and so I think leaving it, the transfer window up to Brands wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Right. Okay. Do you trust Brands to get the players in the next manager would want? Yeah, if he's also choosing the next manager. Yeah. But what I feel will happen, because there seems to be a mixed messages from the board, mm -hmm. what I feel will happen is Brands will sign the players. Yeah. And Kemra and Mashiri will choose the manager. And they'll be at odds with each other. 
Well, I think there's been a bit of that going on already, hasn't there? If you read reports that Ken Wright said that he wants noise <laughs> and um, Mashiri said no. Thank, thankfully. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be honest, you have to say, look, a lot of people slag Bill Ken Wright off and I do understand where they're coming from. I think um, the Bill Ken Wright days now for Everton are over. Uh, I think that if we ever want to progress, we need to cut the, what you would put in inverted commas, the old boys mentality out of our boards. I think machinery yeah. and brands need to build a board and build a team of people around them that they trust. Um, and I think, unfortunately, Bill Kenwright is sort of the last of the Mohicans when it comes to, you know, the old, the old plucky little Everton way. Yeah, it feels like that, which is why it feels like his ideals clash so much with um, with brands specifically. Yeah, and then you have to wonder why Ken Wright's still the chairman. Um, yeah. I mean, ev- everyone knows it doesn't matter whether you're the chairman of a uh, football club or you, whether you're the chairman of your local rugby club. It's still an important position, isn't it? Well, yeah, the, the fact that he is chairman means, you know, I remember at the time there were reports that he was chairman by name only. But um, right, okay. I, feel, I feel like that may have been um, not optimistic, but misguided, because I feel if you are chairman, then you're going to have a say. Yeah, of course you are. Right. It's, it's not, they're not, I, I don't think that um, for one second that he doesn't have a say in the club. And I think that people that think he do, uh, that, that sorry, people that think he doesn't are um, living in dreamland. I think that people need to realise that um, Bill Kenwright is the chairman of Everton Football Club and um, whatever we want to say about him, he has the best interests of Everton at heart, but I don't think he is the best man for the job. Is that a fair assessment? That's totally what I'd agree with. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's almost like... Um, do you remember when... Uh, People always used to say Everton going to the top six clubs under David Moyes was like bringing a knife to a gunfight. Bill Kenwright now is bringing a knife to a gunfight in some of the chairmen that we've got in the Premier League at the moment. He's not business savvy enough. He's not got enough money. He's not cutthroat enough. He's very... In fact, do you know what? I haven't got a bad word to say about Bill Kenwright because um, I met him after the Man City game when we did the Moyes Keane banner and he's a lovely, lovely man. But I think he's... He's more of a fan than a businessman. Yeah, it does feel like that sometimes. It it feels like he's one of us, which is which is endearing, which is great. Yeah. But I also wouldn't trust, you know, the people who sit either side of me at the match to be making the huge decisions to take the club forward either. Exactly. They're they're more um they're more decisions from the heart, aren't they, rather than with the head. Yeah, exactly. Which is which is where you sort of bring it round to bringing David Moyes back. Yes, in reality, in recent times, David Moyes has been our best manager. But is he really the man that's going to take 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 the club to where Mashiri wants it to be? The, the 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 thing with David Moyes is that football's constantly moving on, and he was you you know the way he implemented that four five one for us um, years ago, it, it was brilliant. It was it was you know relatively new to the Premier League. It was up to date and it was modern at the time. But now you've seen football move on and, and you've seen his results at other places, you know, Sunderland, West Ham, clubs who had their own issues. 
But ultimately, it feels like he's been left behind. Yeah, and, mean, um, to be fair to him, mate, I don't think he did too bad at West Ham. I think he did all right there. But Sunderland, yeah. uh, Sociedad, even Man United, he didn't do very well, did he? Um, he's not the man that we want. I mean, if I said to you now, Liam, David Moyes to the end of the season, yes or no? Gun to your head. No. Okay, right. So because I'd be scared that he'd put a few one nils together at the end, and Bill Kenwright would be shaking his hand with a new three year deal in the summer. But then, then we have to go back to that thing: who's in charge? Don't we? I suppose. And then, I guess to be honest, Liam, we could probably talk about this all night, couldn't we? It's a, uh, it's a thing for another day. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna round it up relatively shortly and I've, um, I think you've been great coming on here Liam and uh, you've not you've not started crying after the, uh, the Liverpool loss and we've been um, relatively sort of broad-minded about where we want to be as a football club for me now the most important thing is the direction we take I think we have to put this derby loss to one side because I think we all thought we'd probably lose anyway um, for me it's more the position that we're going to be in because Agree or disagree, Liam? We're in a relegation battle. I, we are, but I, I what I'm wary of is um, going overboard with that, yeah. and therefore feeling like we need to get, a, uh, you know, what Sky would call a firefighter in, like Sam Allardyce, um, like we did a few years ago. Yeah, we we don't need that, and that's only going to set the club back like it did then even more. Yeah, and you, do you know we'll what? Be Liam, fine. That's that's. It's, that is exactly, that is spot on. That was brought me to my next point. I think the players in our squad are good enough to get us out of trouble. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I think now, uh, yes, we're, we're, we are in shit at the moment, but I think we've got good enough. I think I fancy us against most teams at home. I think we can get a result against Chelsea at home. Yeah, so do I. And yeah, I mean, we've seen the way at the end of last season... The you know the big teams yeah. uh, I say with inverted commas came to um, Goodison and the fans got behind the team and actually criticised Silver um, for as much as you like but one thing he has been successful with is get uh, setting up well against the big teams tonight aside um, yeah we've tended to do better against the big sides haven't we when we when he's been in charge. Yeah, which confuses me why he played three at the back tonight. I mean, there was the lack of midfield options, but we never we played four at the back against um, the big sides at the end of the last season, and it worked. Yeah, and the yeah. three at the back, our most successful was against Burnley, so it was wasn't in that situation. So um, I feel like he got a little bit mixed up tonight. Okay. But, well, Liam, look, look, let, let's look at it this way. So, we're now in the bottom three. We are, what, on the 4th of December. Our next three fixtures are Chelsea, Arsenal and Man United. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's horrible, isn't it? Uh, no, you that, laugh, no right. matter what anyone says, um, I think that the most, avid to, uh, the most avid of Marco Silva fans will have to say he's probably going to get sacked tomorrow. Now, yeah. I'm going to summarise what you've said to me here. Um We've spoken about the performance tonight, not good enough. You've picked your, you picked your points in where it was bad. You've said out of the top four managers that were in the Skybet uh, running, you said Gallardo would be your man. Is that correct? 
Yeah, although I do want to say I'm a big advocate of going and giving Arteta a shot. Okay. Um, so, Gallardo and Arteta are two relatively unproven managers in the Premier League, but I can see where you're coming with Arteta. Um, I think I've heard somewhere that Pep has said he won't let him go to the end of the season. Yeah, that's what I've heard as well. Yeah, so then you've got that big, you've got that big question mark about the end of the season again, haven't you? So, um, I think, I think we, I, I, I mean, I personally, I think Mikel Arteta would be great, and I know that um, he's best mates with Kale, and I think Kale's taking his coaching badges, and I think for for most Evertonians, Arteta and Kale number one and number two would be a dream if it works. Um, mm-hmm. But I think we need someone that can come in now, don't we? And um, that can that can sort the issues out we've got straight away. Um, and for me, Liam, I think I do like the sound of Gallardo. I think that he's a born winner uh, and he's won trophies in Argentina. But I think Benitez is the man for the next couple of years for me. With Benitez, do you think he'll come? Because... He moved to China, didn't he? Yeah. On a, on reportedly a, a, a mega wage packet. £12 million um, a year, I believe it is, yeah. Yeah. It did sound a little bit to me like that was him sort of checking out. Well, from what I've heard and for, from, for, from sources that I know that Rafa Benitez has still got family. In fact, not family. All of his family still live in the northwest of England. And he is craving for a return to the Premier League. And there's been more than one occasion where we have been managerless and he has said to Everton to come and get him as their manager. So I think that sort of it's almost that all the stars are aligning at the moment. And for me, Liam, I would be very surprised, very surprised if he wasn't our next manager. Um, Now, you're welcome to argue that point now if you want. Well, I, I think, and I, this isn't what I want, but I think that Eddie Howe's going to be our next manager. Oh, God, that's a, that's a story from <laughs> Eddie Howe that got beat by 10-man Palace last night. <laughs> yeah, um, it's, it's, a, it's a difficult one, but what I'm going to do now, Liam, because, um, you know, we've been going for sort of 35 minutes now and everyone's probably yeah. bored of our voices and all listening to it. Right, so, so listen, <laughs> Um, you're new to the show. Appreciate you coming on. I want you to wrap up for me in about 30 seconds. I want you to tell me where we're going to go, who our next manager is going to be, and uh, where we're going to end up in the league. Oh, this is a. Uh, it completely depends on on who makes the decision. Well, let's, if it's let's, if, go on. It's all, it's your it's your opinion. So you tell me. If it is up to Ken Wright and we get Moyes, yeah. then we will end the season in 15th, playing some, maybe 14th, playing some uninspiring football, grind, grinding out a few um, wins. Uh, you know, you can expect Michael Keane back in the side. You can expect Seamus Coleman back in the side. Yeah, yeah. Moyes yeah. Keane probably won't get a lot of game time and it will be a bleak window and therefore looking forward. A- if, AKA Sam Allardyce two years ago. Yeah, very similar. Yeah. Okay. Um, if uh, Mashiri gets his man, which feels like Eddie Howe, 
Yeah. Um, it's similar to Silva, similar to Komen in that he's done well with a lower mid-table Premier League side. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, the fact he's a blue, I think it'd be easy to get. It feels like sort of an end of a era with him at Bournemouth. It feels like he needs to move on. Um, yeah. So I don't think we'd struggle too much in going out and getting him. No, I agree. Yeah. I think with Eddie Howe, he would bring that unpredictability that he has with Bournemouth. Because if you look at Bournemouth's results, they go 10 games and they're on they're on fire and you start to think they could have a good year this year. You know, they're scoring goals. Yeah. They're not conceding yeah. too many. They, you know, they beat Chelsea 4-0. I know that was a couple of seasons back, but they get these results and you think, you know, they're really forming and it all just seems to crumble. They're only two, point, they're only two points above us in the league as well. Exactly. Because they're going through one of those periods at the moment where it feels like they could be in a relegation battle this year. Is um, that another Marco Silva? It, yeah, it feels like it. He's, he's similarly as stubborn. I mean, if you talk to Bournemouth fans about him, it's the, they feel like banging their heads against the wall because he's he's got favourites like Silva does. He's stubborn like Silva is. Um, and defensively, they seem at odds at times like we do. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't think Eddie Howe's a very good defensive coach, to be honest. Um, no. I think I think his team's league goals. I think he's great going forward. I think he's done yeah. fantastic at Bournemouth. Um, and I think, actually, he's probably a slightly better pedigree of manager than Marco Silva. Um, but he's, I, I think he an improvement, but we're not looking for an improvement. We're looking for... We're looking for the next level. Yeah, exactly. We're looking for somebody that can take our four hundred and sixty-five million pound squad and and put them in the league where we think we should be. But <laughs> it doesn't feel like a four hundred and sixty-five million no, pound it, squad. It's at all. fucking embarrassing, mate. It's really fucking embarrassing. Um. So listen, Liam. Um. Thank you so much for coming on after that really horrible game and expressing your opinion. Um. Every, I'm going to put this out on Twitter, Liam, so you can retweet it on your Twitter. Everyone else that's listening, I want you to um, comment on my thoughts. I want you to comment on Liam's thoughts. And I want you to comment on the derby. And I want you to um, talk about who you think our next manager should be and where we should be. Liam, I'm going to ask you one more question and I want you to answer it. Yes or no? Okay. Is this good enough? 12th place no. and the League Cup win. Is what good enough? Sorry, say that again. Is is it good enough if we finish 12th and we win the League Cup? Yes. It, yes. That's good enough. Perfect. I agree um, with you, Liam. Liam, listen, mate, I'm gonna keep you um I'm gonna keep you on my list of contacts and we're gonna have you on very, very soon again for one of our match previews. So thanks very much for coming on, mate. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. No Cheers, worries. mate. Thank Cheers, you. Liam. Take care, mate. See you later. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.